2: No, that's that's indeed what that is, what she said me <laughs> every day. Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to episode 309 of the After Lodge podcast. Yeah. This is After Lodge Harlan coming to you live from the uh, post Thanksgiving stupor. That is our entire town. Uh, well, I guess it's not stupor. Everybody's out killing each other over whatever the thing is this year. Oh. I have worshipless producer Bruce what's up guys who managed to survive the black friday hordes probably by not participating because he's a man's man
1: oh i thought you meant the uh, uh, amount of dairy coming in afterwards i was like that's kind of like literally just starting today yeah i was like that's later i haven't survived that yet
2: i have uh started the time of the year where i began hand delivering more and more filings rather than entrusting Hmm. them to the the milk. Uh, Maybe a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I was just talking to one of our brothers today and I was like, Hey, I'm not going to mail this to you. You can come to lodge Saturday and I'll give it to you because otherwise I don't know when you'll get it.
0: You'll get it faster.
2: Uh, and I'm assuming the milk service is suffering the same sort of dilemma because eggnog is very popular this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's premium. We also have Sir John. Howdy. Yeah. Also survived Thanksgiving. Just sort of.
3: My my painkillers are kicking in, so I'm not as moany groany as I was about half an hour ago. So That's a shame. I, get, I get angry when my back's out. Be happy.
2: Our Canadian affairs correspondent from the uh, place where Canada was invented.
0: G'day.
2: Halfway here. His camera's been shut off to save bandwidth.
0: I'm Um, here, but I still don't understand this whole Thanksgiving thing for you guys, because I've already recuperated. It was weeks ago. I'm still behind. The harvest is already in. We did our Thanksgiving for the harvest. I don't understand.
1: If you've already recuperated, you didn't have a proper Thanksgiving.
0: Well, the joke, Bruce, is his
2: Thanksgiving happened like more than a month before ours.
3: Yeah, it's the metric conversion thing. Yeah. I recuperated three
0: days ago. It was all done.
3: (laughs) Our Thanksgiving is later, and we've put a man on the moon. Uh and You
0: put an arm in your shuttle That's it. so you Game can put shit in and out.
3: In America. America.
0: We put an arm in the shuttle so you could take shit in and out. Otherwise, so, it would have just been a thing that went up there and came home. It could have done nothing. It would
3: have just basically been a Winnebago that we slung up into the sky and watched it come back down.
0: Or test- Just drive your station wagon you up there it? and open the back um, hatch and see what happens.
2: So, i also like to pause and Take a moment of silence for our After Lodge brethren who apparently didn't survive Thanksgiving. So Chuck and Jeff, Tony, as producer Marshall, and everybody else who's not here, or maybe they they're still can't make it on the rig. at the mall God. because oh. we do that annual ritual that I've I've never understood. You know, mm-hmm. like Friday comes after Thanksgiving, and I just lock the doors and don't leave my house under any circumstances I'm, I'm pretty
1: sure I have seen the videos it's scary online now I don't I don't think Black Friday stores even open anymore just, you know they stay closed on Friday too
2: if you drive by the large mall area uh, that's between you and I um, still just as awful as it's ever been this time of year yeah that was kind yeah. of sarcasm
1: I've got two of those areas out by me actually
2: yeah yeah.
1: Batten I've got to go to Black on Friday for, for a... Uh, I'm not dumb enough to go over there
2: Black Friday, but I know they exist. Oh, I'm going to be doing it on a Friday night, this Friday night, and uh, all in the name of you know schmoozing with the people that pay me.
0: There is an issue, too, though. Your Black Friday still permeates up here, and the sales go on. It's not as much of the craziness, Well, sir, but the sales has go no
1: on. Unless, you
0: know, it does not. To... And very rarely does the internet and delivery systems with Amazon and all that shit. If you don't like Black Friday, go to China. <laughs> <laughs> Lock well, down. Well, I wouldn't want to go to... Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's exact. <clears throat> you might have Black Friday in your little block that you're allowed to live in. You burned China alive
2: is... while help couldn't get to you. But at yep. least you didn't get COVID. And that's what matters. Oh, boy.
0: Because yeah. it's realistic to think you can get rid of it completely.
2: Communism is not about Fuck being it. realistic, Jamie. Yeah, oh, I know. I mean, you guys like had Trudeau appointed you. You know about that already.
0: Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> oh, and now, and now him and the friggin' now him and the NDP party working together to create a whole conglomeration of bullshit, control the country, and turn it into a pile of sack of shit.
2: Don't hold back, brother. I um, love sack of shit. Tell us yeah. how you really feel, and also,
1: well, how would this be a change from a, from a Canadian?
0: I'm not <laughs> going to finish the sentence.
2: <laughs> You've said enough, Jamie. My ears are burning. So basically, all of Canada is going to be Manitoba. No, Sorry. it's it's
0: it's not a it's not a it's not a horrible thing to be able to. I mean, we we take an oath to to uphold country and 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 so on and so forth, and not oppose the government and all that jazz. We we do that, but. There, there has to be a certain amount of, of um, questioning what's being done, too. Otherwise, nothing goes anywhere.
2: Have you read the letter does, to the king. I wonder if he knows what's
1: happening. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. Everybody I'm not on doing that the king's did...
0: milk anymore. So.
1: Hmm. Does everybody on that island have, like, a secret allegiance to the island uh, above Canada? Like, don't yes. have your own set of laws?
0: Yes. And we have our own secret handshake. The PEI handshake.
2: I'm dumb. It's dumb. And I'm not just saying that because I'm jealous. So, <laughs> uh,
0: it is jealousy. Boy. Everybody.
2: Busy, busy month coming up, y'all. Um, it's traditionally the season for electing new officers for your lodge.
3: Oh, boy.
2: Yep. Soon to be installing those new officers. Uh, yep. Course, you know, there's the winter festivals of every sort from the uh festivals of lights amongst the Jews and the Indians to uh you know, the fat man and Tony and his costume with all the kids. Little coat? Little coat. Yeah. Um
0: fat man and little coat.
2: (laughs) New Year's and Scottish Right elections and they are changing our uh, grand junior warden's inaugural dinner that I have to skip because uh, our treasurer and I both couldn't go because it's our lodge night so we were oh. gonna draw straws for it but I told him he ne- he needs to go because you know he's gonna be the grand master soon so he needs that more than I do so I uh it's i'm fitting the monkeys yeah
0: i uh, <laughs> yeah yeah that, that's not like it is we,
2: we couldn't Well, we we were talking about it because it's the same night as our lodge meeting. I was like, well, we can't both go. Like, Jeff might, I don't know, eat us or something. So one of us had to be there. So uh, it's going to be me. He's going to be off at the fancy dinner having a swanky time. Schmoozing with the purple people eaters. But that's okay because uh, in February, I'm going to D.C., and I just found out that our entire Grand Line is also going to be there, um, but not with us.
3: Is that for biennium or?
2: Yeah, the, the uh, centennial for the George Washington Memorial. Oh, yeah. He was Mason, you know. Uh, I learned that recently, and uh, apparently there's like a whole museum and stuff. So we're going we're to learn that. But more importantly, my lodge is getting the opportunity to tile a meeting at the memorial. And a bunch of muckety mucks, including our own line of purple people eaters, are going to be coming to our tiled lodge in a different state.
3: I was really hoping our underguard would have an opportunity to march for that, but you're
2: not because there's a whole parade. I, I'm sure they're well, aware, <laughs> but
3: I can't reach out as the underguard captain blindly to the uh coordinators and say hey would you like us to come out because that would be jumping rank and whatever and i need people higher up to do that and it
2: didn't happen really yeah we we basically just like skipped the grand lodge and
3: commander is a different animal man
2: yeah um which i think we weren't supposed to do that and they'll probably remind us of that when they show up to our tiled lodge meeting probably will (laughs)
0: not even it be a um, rough reminder.
2: Yeah. No, it's going to be a good time. And we got a whole bunch of other festivities planned and tours, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Not so much looking forward to the, like, I think seven practices that I have to go to now, between now and then. So,
1: Are there other people from Lodge going? Are you going with people uh, from your other Lodge? It's my other Lodge. Uh, I don't You're know right.
2: if anybody from our Lodge is going. I don't, okay. I don't know. I brought it up, but nobody seemed interested.
0: No fish took the bait.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's going to D.C. in February. Oh, and I'm driving, which is a dumb uh, idea in hindsight. From Pennsylvania. Oh. Okay. Yeah, like I'm going to be rocking through the mountains in February. It's what could possibly... It's a be risky gone? idea.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's oh, a, that's a risky idea. Yeah, you're... Um... <laughs>
2: we're just gonna play a little roulette with the weather
0: you are you are
2: fortunately I have multiple paths to get there and if I have to I'll just like you know loop down south first
0: hope your three day forecast is correct yeah yeah
2: um, I don't know I'm, I'm kind of playing that by ear I guess worst case I could try to squeeze a last minute plane ticket at an exorbitant price but I hate flying love road trips. Seem like an opportunity. And uh, that's what I'm doing while everybody else is being sensible and hopping the short commercial flight to get there.
3: Right.
0: They even bother putting the landing But how out. much would a short, like for you guys, uh, how much would that flight be? Right now it's a, a couple hundred
1: of-
2: dollars. Looking
1: on the cheapest airline, it's
2: pretty cheap. That's a major destination spot. Yeah. It's like a couple hundred dollars round trip, I think, right now if you buy it closer to the event it goes up substantially i'm sure so,
0: so i mean you couldn't you couldn't do that for the fuel in your vehicle could you i could cuz
2: i drive an accord okay so uh, if i was still rolling in my old car mm-hmm. now it would cost me more in gas than the plane ticket would cost but it's not about that It's about avoiding the dehumanizing process that is our security theater in the Transportation Security Administration. Everything about that process, like it it makes me seethe in ways that few other things can, and I do it far more often
3: than I would like. I just I opt for the pat down and then Uh, groan when they're doing it. It truncates the. Yeah, uh, I mean,
2: I I like to mess with the. I like to mess with the agents too. Um, it's my small way of protesting, but it's just, I'm standing in line and my mood is souring further. Not because I'm standing in line, but because of what's happening and that everyone around me is just blindly going along with it because uncle Sam said, so it, it's a bad place for me to be. And I, every time I fly, I just. By the time I get up to the little body scanner, like I, I feel like a Sith Lord like just radiating rage. seething. <laughs> I think everybody
0: can see it just pu- pulsing off of you.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But it, it just uh, makes you angry because you have to follow the rules of the man. And, and you don't like to follow the rules of the man as a libertarian, or is it... It
2: makes me angry. Those rules overstep the
1: bounds a little bit.
0: Yes. Well, I don't know what they are there, because here to fly it's domestic, just
1: to it's fly domestic, fly it's, a plane. it's not like you're trying to get into the FBI building.
2: It used to be, before we did the Patriot Act and found that we could spend more money on the security industrial complex, we... You go to the airport, and there's, like, a metal detector and a guy with a wand, and, like, You know, you kind of did your thing. You'd roll your bag through the scanner and and you go on about your way, which was annoying, but you're like, well, I kind of like the idea that, you know, nobody's bringing a gun on the plane. So whatever, I'll go with it. Yeah. We've evolved into this whole thing where it's like a, it's an exercise in mass submission. So we're going to make you stand in this queue that winds around like this with these government agents that we've appointed who most of the time have no business doing what they're doing. And they're just there because they like to lord it over people.
1: And you might have to wait two to three hours, by the way, before and we're going to have you, you, get you get
2: to the good stuff. Take off your clothes. We're going to have you open all of your stuff. We're going to have you do all of these arbitrary things that make no sense just because we said so. And wow, if you speak out about it, you're going to be detained and miss your flight. So respect my authority.
0: I'm so glad nobody flew planes into buildings in my country.
2: And it just, I I, I often go like, back to this thing about you can fly into Tel Aviv. So think about like countries that have a lot of concern about airborne terrorism. I'd say Israel is pretty high, if not at the top. Yeah. Of that List. Yeah. They don't they have, do this shit. They no. They no.
3: They don't. They yeah. don't
2: do this nonsense that we do. No. Because it's pointless. It's just an exercise in, in government flexing and everybody kind of bowing down and doing what they're told. And that is what, as a libertarian, makes me just insane.
0: Do you think it comes down to so maybe i an ulterior motive of of the whole people that did the thing in the first place, knowing how it would be overreacted to?
2: Are you are you going on this 9/11 was an inside job shit, Jamie? Because Jason's not uh, here. No, anymore,
0: no, no, it. not inside job. I'm talking about <laughs> the terrorists themselves. If it was done by a, I'm not an inside yeah, job. Yeah, they
2: want you to like overreact. And it disrupts. Be it, and whatever. It
0: disrupts. Yeah, it disrupts. I mean, that that was their intent, right? That would be the intent of it all.
2: I'm less concerned about their intent and more concerned well, about the intent of our people who never let a good crisis go to waste. And
0: that's that's my problem. That that's that's where I was going. You just brought me there faster.
2: Because there were sensible things we could do, and we did, like you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, securing the door to the pilot's cabin.
0: Yep, um,
2: probably a thing we should have been doing for that, a long, yeah. long time ago. Like,
0: yeah, like, I mean that's just general hey, let's, knowledge. Let's
2: do that, and that affects nobody's constitutional rights.
0: No, it's simple mm-hmm. makes the pilot feel, yeah. makes the pilot and co-pilot feel more secure, and um, it's simple.
2: And if you want to have the intelligence apparatus, you know, scanning and flagging people before they get there, that, that's what the Israelis do. Yeah. Okay, um, but we don't we don't do that. We just do this ridiculous thing where Granny's got to like run her walker through the in roller belt, and TSA agents can grope your supermodel girlfriend because they have the power. I understand. Despite, that. by being like a crowd agent in
1: a, in yes. a government job yeah.
2: ever, and yeah. they're more arrogant and than the local full cops. Full and that's like the epitome of that's respect true. my forte.
0: That's true. I'll give it, you that too.
2: It just every level of air travel is like my all of my nightmares just rolled into one. Never mind the fact that I also I just hate flying. Mm. Um, every time I get on a plane, I just assume that's the end of my life and I'm going to die in a fiery crash. And you think that would get better after you've flown like hundreds of times? Hundreds times, yeah. But it has. What, you don't feel that way I we're get, on to get, a to get to plane, It's just as bad as the first time I did. You know
1: but why don't you ever... feel that
0: way every time you get behind the wheel of the car? Because,
2: because he controls, controls
0: the car. car. It's only ever that but way. But you don't control me. all the other f- that are out there, and there are a lot of f- out there. Also, the if they hit me, I might landing. die. But I'm not gonna
2: see my death coming for the like four minutes that it takes me to hit the ground. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so it's the fear of dying. Oh,
2: Harlan doesn't need that much
1: time to think about his life.
2: Yeah, like when you die in a row, you usually don't see it coming. Or if you do, it's like a split second.
0: Is that and kind then, of a common thing like for lawyers?
2: When the airplane's having issues, you know it's happening, and there's going to be all this theatrics about trying to emergency land or whatever the hell happens, and
0: it's just going to drag on. sitting from
2: minutes to like maybe an hour... And you're packed in this sardine can with all these other people who are going to be irrationally frantic. And and that's just not how I want to die. Give me Stuck the Mac truck running a red rats. light at an intersection, and I don't have to know it's happening. Um, there's a lot of reasons. Also, I always end up in the middle seat between two Jeffs. It's um, <laughs> just like my constant lottery luck. Um it, it, I just. You'd think I would learn to hate it less after all of the flying I've done, but I haven't. In fact, I think I hate it a little more every time I go, if that's possible. So given the choice between a, a flight that's less than a couple hours to DC or driving for 10 hours, um, I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive. The only reason I don't drive for all my work trips is because my schedule just won't allow for it. Otherwise, I would I have sometimes uh, sometimes I go to Dallas in my car. I hate flying that much that I'll like waste an entire day of driving there and then an entire day back to avoid the airport and the TSA and other people. It's dedication.
1: Nobody At likes a really finger really up the bum. People see in your junk, huh?
2: I no. I don't mind that at all. In fact, I'm happy to show them, and I often volunteer as John Brick, just to screw Here's with my undies.
0: Like, hey,
2: okay, you want to uh, see something?
0: Put a big strap on in there just so that when they <laughs> open it up, they find a big strap on. And
2: You know, I've thought about that, but my wife... Because I mean, if you're
0: doing it to f- with them, there's no level of embarrassment for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, right? oh, no. Uh, sorry about that, fellas. Um, didn't know you were going to be going through my shit.
0: I didn't clean that so well, so I might not
2: want to. Careful. <laughs> Sir, why is this packed on top?
0: <laughs> I didn't clean it so well. I didn't want to get it mixed in with everything else, you know? <laughs> well, I, so I can like access it mid-flight.
2: Flight. <laughs> yeah, so I can reach it on the plane.
3: <laughs> Never know when I'll need a pacifier.
0: I need to have it at the ready at all times. You don't understand?
3: <laughs> I got bored waiting for you guys and decided to keep myself entertained in line. Oh.
0: <laughs> my comfort dildo
2: now (laughs) let's go to the back so you can tell me what a bad terrorist i've been
0: yes yes you got you got the lube please please search me (laughs) please
2: oh i've learned that i'm not creative at all about doing that because like everybody that gets separately screened i think like half the dudes that go in there do the same thing just like (laughs) It's your only way of fighting back at that point.
0: The first time I flew, I had like eight grams of weed in my bag. Of course, you know, it, you think that's going to bug you. But I'm like, well, here's the situation. Yeah, looks at I me, would
1: think that. What the fuck? would be
0: like there's some kind of problem. And I'm like, but wait a second. I did not know how easy it was going to be to access where I was going. I know it's legal, but I did not know how how, how easy. So I had you eight, gra- nothing eight one-gram around? cannons rolled up and in, in, in my bag, just in a, in a, in a container and of course they take my bag and they run it through and then they open it up and here's my it's like a clear case with eight rolled up and he looks at it and he puts it back in the bag and looks through everything else and i'm like great here i go again
2: this is how jamie ended up in rikers for trafficking weed
0: <laughs> <laughs> well here's the here's the issue that i had that my wife mentioned to me after we had to fly over the united the u.s mm-hmm. to get to our destination if anything happened that we had to make an emergency landing in the U.S., <laughs> my carry-on had eight grams of marijuana in it, rolled up and ready to go. I was in trouble. Buddy. Yeah, if I left the plane with it, I was in big trouble. Not really. Because to-
2: even here in our like Bible Belt backwoods, trafficking in marijuana is still a misdemeanor for the first offense. That, that changed years ago.
3: Yes, however, you're also within federal jurisdiction
0: if you're within that. Um, international well, that's true. Trafficking yeah. It. Yeah, it's no yeah. longer just driving around with it down in the States. It's international trafficking. Yeah, yeah.
2: You don't in got Interpol coming for you, buddy. You're going to end up in a Russian penal colony.
0: Heavy impetus. <laughs> in Guantanamo. <laughs> and then I'd really be getting some fingers up the bum. Yeah.
3: Uh, everybody everybody
2: would be a proctologist around you. Good Lord. Well... <laughs> That's uh, good fun. So, that all started because, you know, our treasurer is going to be going and having a good time. Well, I'm going to be doing elections. Bruce, are you, uh, what are you getting elected to? Oh,
0: <clears throat> uh, th-
1: th- this Bruce? Yes. You're, you're, you're not talking to the other Bruce on the podcast because yeah because your term is bruce, uh
2: your term as a trustee is up
0: isn't it so you has a uh,
1: has a one-year-old baby and that's still young enough that i get out of the uh chair on the, the the baby excuse
0: you're not quite past that level yet are you i got another year or
1: two i think
0: mm. we'll get him. Then, then they'll be like now nah, it's getting a little old bruce don't make me I, not
1: I, <laughs> 18 years from now <laughs> Sorry, I got a kid at
0: home.
2: <laughs> First, your kid just left for college.
0: Sorry, guys, I'd like to take a chair,
1: but I don't know when I'll be able to make it. or
0: not. Well, I mean, well, then it'll be right, like, it well, be now it. I finally got the empty nest. I, I need some time to myself, brothers. Right, I-, I need right. to. <laughs> What's the eighteen
1: uh,
2: years. <laughs> we always need a Tyler.
0: Oh, shit. Yes, it- yes we do. And it's
1: you a yourself. Poor
0: why? Why do you always need a Tyler? It's not a hard job.
2: Nobody wants it. It's a hard job because all the guys that wanted it, I guess, moved on. Because we had the same guy as a Tyler for like 50 years, and then, well, he died, and then it's just kind of been. We always try to get ask producer Marshall to do it because he's like
1: heavily armed. And Harlan says try. He usually ends up doing it anyway after everybody else
0: says I don't want to do that. Do you guys tile with an open door?
2: No. Well, typically sometimes. no. Depends on. So then the Tyler
0: just, just has to, to sit outside dinner. the whole meeting and do nothing.
2: Yeah. Depends on who's there and what's going on. And well, I mean, Jamie, they
1: they guard the door. Some yeah. Argue. I mean, our last That's Tyler would uh,
2: before he died, it was always <clears> fun because <throat> he would go out to the kitchen and like munch on dinner leftovers and <laughs> snacks and stuff. So you'd knock on the door, we'd, and then you'd wait twenty gone. seconds. for would just be the return <laughs> knock.
0: <laughs> oh, ours wouldn't be able to because the kitchen and everything is down down two flights of stairs.
2: Yeah. No, ours are all Eat. on the same floor. Like you come into the main lobby and the dining room's off to the left and the lodge is off to the right. So
0: um, you come up, yeah, for ours, you have to come up a few sets. You got to go through a couple doors before you even get to the, to the room. I've
2: been to lodges where that has to stop the Tyler. Somebody beats on the door and then you're waiting like a full, a full <laughs> minute. <coughs> And sometimes I've been to places where he's been asleep. So <laughs> we have asked producer Marshall to do it because, you know, he's got law enforcement background and whatnot. And uh, sometimes he brings a, a big old gun, makes everybody feel better. Well, before our grandmaster said that it's okay to take your big old gun in the lodge,
0: your hip pacifier?
2: Oh, I, that's, yeah. Don't get me started on that again. We don't have time for that tonight. No, we don't. Um, <laughs> especially since I got chewed out by the patron of our lodge over people packing guns and I'm like, I,
0: ah, <laughs> listen, you know where I'm at and where guns are. Cause I find it weird to pack a gun anywhere.
2: I mean, it's just, it's That's this weird American gun ball. fetish that we have that like, I'm glad there's people that have that gun fetish because they do all of the activism to preserve our right to bear arms that I don't feel Mm. like doing. Um, So, like, they they have a purpose. It's just...
1: I mean, look, if we were in a country where people were randomly kicking down doors to lodges and killing people, that'd be one thing, but that that doesn't happen here. Yeah. Keeping a car.
0: We did have a mass stabbing here a few months ago, so the tither would be in right in the right shape. At that point, because no. our Tyler has a sword, so but you know I'm, we're gonna weapon.
2: I'm fine with the Tyler being like packing heat. Yeah, uh, let him have a an AR-15 slung so. around his neck, standing in the lobby. Like, great. That's especially if that's his job.
1: Supposed to use his ornamental.
0: And yeah. well, and like you say too, right? Like, if if those gentlemen that want to keep their firearm with them because it makes them feel better to have their firearm with them to have the excuse that somebody like, I mean, or to be able to say somebody outside the door has a firearm protecting them should be in en- really should be enough for them to feel comfortable. It
2: should be. It's a, it's a fetish thing that like, I, I've never understood. Like I carry a <laughs> firearm. I have a concealed carry license. I, mean, I go I- to a lot of very shady parts of town as a white guy to represent my clients. So I'm no stranger to the like personal security argument <laughs> for firearms.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's not like this it's not like a safety blanket that I have to have with me at all times. I just I've never understood what kind of life that is to live. Well, like
1: I assume it's really only a problem in this country just like, you know, our our general gun fetish. Is yeah a problem anywhere else in the world? But I would assume this wouldn't be happening anywhere. Well else.
2: no, but I I like and and that's the thing is like I I usually like these people and their gun fetish because they're the reason that our right to bear arms is still a uniquely American thing. Because whenever anybody tries to encroach upon it, they go bonkers. I mean, that's fine, but they just don't need to be in the lodge. Right. It's easy. And that's like, I appreciate the right to bear arms, but like most of our other rights, you don't have to take them to their insane limit. Like I go on about this with free speech all the time too. Like I, I, Appreciate that we have that, but that does just because you have that right doesn't mean you have to take it to, to a logical extreme. just because
1: you can.
0: Yeah, you don't need to insult people or do it just because you can, or I'm glad yeah, well, that those people,
2: because those people, much like the gun fetishists, go bonkers at the least intrusion on that right so that there's a purpose to it i just don't want to deal with like rights fetishists in lodge i think that's lodge is my safe space it's where i'm supposed to go to get away from everyone's insanity
0: and i mean i don't think people shouldn't be allowed to have guns at any by any point i mean that's that's not where i'm at at all cuz i've enjoyed the most realized, of my life too right so i just realized
1: that it feels like politics it is it's
2: like wearing a mask even though you know I go to is. lodge to get away from that. Yes.
1: Sorry. And I'm that feels to... like a branch of, of of I don't know a, a, a political yeah. association, I guess. It
2: is. I mean your broad... it's the same way as like people who have no reason to but still wear a mask in public to like That's kind of faded by now, but for the past 6 months or so yeah. it was like a, I'm a hardcore Certain point of view, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. I'm
0: gonna wear, it. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and it's never the guys that need to wear one. It's always like you know some young, healthy. The liberals should take their mask off. Make a point, I'll say it. Um, but you're you're right. It's a political thing. Um, they don't see it like that, but that's that's what hmm. it is.
0: And I, I find well, that it, health situations become a political thing.
2: Well, or the well, the gun thing is mm. like that too.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, and I just
2: I find it interesting because libertarians tend to be the most over the top civil rights people, mm. and all of the libertarian <clears throat> masons I know roll their eyes at the guns and lodge thing too. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it's it, like well, that's that's
1: but, that's more right wing thing, I guess.
2: Yeah um and now that i've been successfully diverted on that i'm back to the uh what office are we gonna get bruce elected to yeah we'll think on that johnny my, my, what, my uh, answer hasn't
1: changed friend
2: what mantle <laughs> are you taking up this december john, john uh, is a
1: is a honorary member of our lodge right isn't it? didn't we do that last?
2: no but uh
1: can't we like, do that before elections? Uh, I did give a
2: I did give a petition to Brother Davis before he left.
1: John, you can make the meeting Saturday night, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you yeah. have to be you have to be present to be
0: elected.
2: Well, you can send a letter, and if we
1: can join, but I, I couldn't afford your job, dues
0: when you transferred the Canadian to American.
1: Send it to me; I'll make sure it gets there.
2: If we put you in a <laughs> steward's job, you would you would have shown up to lodge more than most of our stewards, right?
3: Because you've that's been good.
2: there twice.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, no. So I'm not, as far as I know, I'm not. I'm not active in my lodge right now. So I'm, I'm going to my, hopefully going to the annual meeting tomorrow. Uh, God knows I might get thrown under the bus all of a sudden. Uh, oh. But I mean, I'm, I can,
1: I can understand that with all the stuff that's happened.
3: Yeah. Um. I gotta start getting active in my lodge again. Uh, but I'll be.
1: Yes, be, you do need summer. to do that.
3: I'll be getting elected uh I'm will be nominated probably because nobody else wants to do it. The number three spot for our uh uh council of So I'll be back up the dance for that body and that'll tie me up for the next three years.
2: I've got a nominating committee meeting tomorrow for the Scottish right. So I am presumably uh, going to end up as the prior of our consistory. So that's. Yeah. Best of luck, yeah. The
3: only way i do Scottish Raiders if I could do uh, chaplain and Lodge of Perfection. That's my only interest.
2: Well, that's, yeah, so that's the thing, this, um, this nominating committee, because.
0: Oh, Uh-oh. Harlan just froze. And Harlan's controlling oh. the whole thing.
3: Some somebody at the house of the temple in D.C. must have heard him talking and flipped the switch. I <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> oh, can't back. say
2: that. It's very possible. Um, I didn't know this until uh, literally yesterday when the uh, Master of Kadosh is making sure that I'm going to be there Thursday. And I said, "What? What's Thursday?" And it's the the nominating committee thing. I'm like, "Well, I don't have to be there." Turns out I do. So. I have to deliver input on like all of the other bodies and who's going to be doing what. And I have no idea. So that'll be fun. So appendant bodies count. Uh, Jamie. Yeah. Well, I, I guess Canadian, Canadian is on the metric calendar. So do you guys do elections? Same time. Around?
0: Same time. Halfway through In...
3: September. Yeah.
0: That's when yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, one thing weirder backwards. than
2: the Hebrew calendar. The metric calendar, the
0: Canadian yeah. the metric calendar, yeah, because we have our twenty-four point five hour days, so it really messes <laughs> with you guys. It's
1: the fourteen <laughs> months that bothers me. Yeah, it has to be like. No, no, 14, we got longer five, days. We got less months.
0: months. We got we got we got nine months a year. No, your months have like twenty days. That's well, that's why we're winter more than half the year because we're only nine months a year.
2: No, that makes it sense.
0: sense. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh,
2: so what, what, uh, what are you going into, Jamie? What, what heavy is going to be settled on your
0: shoulders? I'm currently junior deacon, and I don't know if it's going to change. I, I might move up to senior deacon, or I might move to chaplain, just for the shits and giggles, if somebody asks me to do that, because I don't know if we have one for next year. Other than that, that's about it. Because we just this year we'll have a for 2023, we're going to have a new. We're gonna have a new junior warden and a new senior warden for sure. So,
3: well, I I'm surprised you didn't cross yourself with the actual glass because that would have.
0: Yeah, I, did, oh, I, I missed. I missed him. I
2: don't actually know how that works. I was...
3: <laughs>
2: spectacles? <laughs> spectacles, Testicles, wallet, and watch. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> That's right. Oh, you, you wouldn't know that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or, or I've seen it enough. Uh, orthodox, I, I, I married a, I married a good Catholic woman and then corrupted her. So I. Uh, I learned something. So you guys don't have that.
0: You guys don't have that, eh?
3: Well, you have to, you have to use both hands to do the six-pointed star, and it's all just people start slapping each other, and they get. <laughs>
2: yeah, we don't.
3: It's
0: a mess. It's a mess. Sounds like masonry.
2: We we tend to use we tend to use like ritual garments instead of hand signs. So like. I guess we, we we throw colors instead of signs in the in the gangster. So you're like Crips and um, Bloods. Yeah, like y'all, y'all are throwing signs. We've got like uh, we've got like shawls that we throw over our head and phylacteries and that Dan's go, and go on your, and your arm and,
3: and your your skull and such. It's a whole. All, like, all, I, all I can picture. Tie it around like, your like, arm. Yeah. All I can think of is like the the fight scene, the back alley fight scene from uh, uh, Anchorman, but like a bunch of his on one side, a bunch of moderns on the other, because then they are walking in doing the jets and sharks thing from, uh, yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. You know, I've, uh, I've got many a laughs in the courtroom. I got one just yesterday, uh, making that same comparison. Cause I got pulled into this case. Cause there's a whole bunch of different co-defendants. And basically what happened was this, it was sort of a rumble like that at a gas station in the middle of nowhere. And so I, I was asking the prosecutors, like, so were they, like, lining up on opposite sides of the streets and walking across doing the snapping thing? And, um, and you know you're doing a good oh job God. when the judge has to, like, hide his face to, to stop when he's just <laughs> turning purple. Because these are all, like, people, like, in their 40s. And you're like, what, like, what is this even? <laughs> they, should, they should have to stop proceedings if you make the judge laugh. You are far too old for this
3: everybody
1: it's like a, reset yeah, like five minutes
3: redneck redneck
2: reset.
3: redneck west side story bust out mm. yeah. Like that.
2: yeah i yeah. mean and it was it was all fine and and like the court didn't have to be involved till somebody had to be a killjoy and pull a gun
3: oh yeah there's no fun there
2: that's and true. that's that's when things got unfun so uh, nobody was hurt by the gun but once the firearm got involved, the cops can't just like sit on the side and eat popcorn. Or only
3: pull the gun if you think you or somebody <laughs> else is gonna die. Otherwise, you yeah. better get the punching and ducking. And... In fact, that's I was, I was about to say.
0: Otherwise, this is all you need.
2: I was mm-hmm. in a meeting with the state cop who had to write all of this up, and that was basically what he said: was like, I, I wasn't gonna do anything, but then then there was a gun, and so my whole day was ruined.
0: <laughs> yeah, his whole day, and then and then the court I, thing after, I, and the yeah, it's days yeah
2: because he i guess was in the area or whatever so like he saw this happening and he's like they're they're old enough to know better whatever let them figure it out and then, <laughs> and then somebody pulled a gun. Gun, somebody pulled the gun out of the car and then he's like damn it <laughs> <laughs> that shift
3: was almost over i guarantee you right before all that happened he went sweet i get to go home in about an hour and a half yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: and it's it's a whole it's made it even worse because we did that stupid Marcy's law thing that like everybody who knows anything about the legal system was, oh yeah, saying don't do this stupidity like everyone else. So now we had to bring in all these special prosecutors because everybody's been charged with crimes, but everybody's also <laughs> a victim of a crime. And so everybody needs a prosecutor who's handling them as a victim in addition to the prosecutor know, yeah. who's, you know, accusing them of of a crime. Of a crime. <laughs> and wow, it's <laughs> So I've been going to these these pretrial conferences and there's like nine different lawyers
0: and we're all just shaking your heads. <laughs> you just shaking your heads. <laughs> Disappointment of the human, dis- the human condition.
3: <laughs> you, go, you go in for the meeting room, and the bailiffs have to push in a set of bleachers. Yeah, yeah. There's like, there's not enough
2: chairs at council tables, so um,
0: <laughs> setting up card tables and putting well, chairs down. So and,
2: people were trying to explain on Facebook and stuff like why you should vote no to this constitutional amendment and why it's going to clog up the legal system and be awful. They created these absurd hypotheticals. I thought they were absurd at the time and now I'm living in one like was literally one of the <laughs> hypotheticals that was brought up about why you don't want to do this. Cause before this, you could just have the one prosecutor who's like, okay, here's what happened. Here's what I'm going to do. And yeah, it sucks that you got clobbered with this table leg, but you also kind of did this and they can sort it all out. But now you have to have this like one lawyer can be a prosecutor but you also have to have an advocate for you as a victim.
3: So it's the, it's the Oprah Winfrey of the legal system. And yes. you get a people's attack. <laughs> yeah. Or Dr.
2: I was thinking Dr.
0: Phil, but yeah, literally
2: here in Pennsylvania. Now, like if John and I got into fisticuffs and a cop decided to charge both of us with assault, there would have to be two different prosecutors appointed. One of them is handling me as a victim, as my advocate and prosecuting John. And the other one handling John as a victim's advocate and prosecuting me. <laughs> and as you can imagine, it doesn't lead to speedy resolutions in the courtroom.
3: That's so dumb. Wow. Well, man, it,
2: Western Pennsylvania. Right. it was. I don't know why people, because the way the amendment was worded, like it sounded good. Like, do you I want victims it. to have rights in the legal process? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and why it, I only
1: instigate fights because then there's never a doubt and there's only one.
2: Yeah, Bruce, Bruce,
3: like,
0: it's just you. I'm it's all you. I'm going to
3: jail. We're gonna get this done quick.
0: Right. It's gonna be, be done right. Right, yeah. right around.
3: Rich just randomly walks up over to people.
0: Like, <laughs> Somebody, give me a f- club. I'm gonna make this easy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh... I
0: am not <laughs> Where's my slugger so my, That's my it. brother
2: is presumptively going to become the master of our lodge which concerns me in ways that I can't adequately express Your little brother my youngest brother yeah I've already and had one you? little brother be master of our lodge and uh, that was the year when he showed up with clipboards for everybody
3: yeah no um, I, I, I remember that yeah
2: so Career. Is, yeah that
3: was his uh, brother squared
2: yeah this sibling yeah. do that um however it's he is my youngest brother and so there's there's just this natural level of apprehension of <laughs> what's this going to be like well, You uh, have history do,
3: so he'll be fine there's no clipboards and no hood ornaments stuck on the front of hats i don't, I don't think yes, there's going to be any clipboards
2: no no and i've i've just got to convince him that a ball cap isn't appropriate uh <laughs> That's a
1: your
0: master's hat.
2: he would totally do that he would he would I showed up to Thanksgiving dinner I told uh all of the gentlemen who were coming to bring a head covering and uh I was I guess I should have known but yeah he willed in with a ball cap yeah, I'm like, hold yeah on, I, I oh, could mail you I could mail you
0: my Russian hat with the peak
2: he
1: could wear I was that present when he asked you if a ball cap was okay and yeah. you said yes it,
2: it's fine like there's nothing wrong with it I was just like oh, of course he did because like other people were wearing Brandon, those. I, uh, I, I
1: kind of half thought he was joking.
2: What do you call those? uh mail carrier hat. Uh, you know what I'm talking about with the, the flat Safari bill. And, uh, hat. Oh, keppy? Cool. I guess it's like it's like oh, squared it off hat.
0: with a flat bill. Yeah, almost like, 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 like almost like a There's train like a conductor's hat it. too, right? Oh no, oh, it's it's oh it's, oh oh oh. It's almost oh, like with a relay, the snap with the snap that comes down. So it, and it, and yeah, like a professor's hat with a snap. Yeah.
2: Oh, right. I know it's what you mean. Like
3: a pinch brim?
2: A, I don't uh, know what it's p- called. Everybody wears it. I, I thought it was called like the Paper Man's hat or something. The yeah, yeah,
3: well, Paper Boys. So there's skull, the scally caps, which are the the peaky hats. If you've ever seen peaky blinders of the pinch brim, mm-hmm. um,
2: I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah.
3: It, I, have, so, I have like three of them. I love them. Or uh, some
2: of that. Like one of my brothers came in with like a skull cap, you know, like a toboggan kind of thing. And like, yeah, all right. that works um i just i mean a ball cap's fine too i just nobody did that <laughs> except for him um i'm glad no one showed up in a ski mask because i i thought i should have put some qualifiers on but uh, <laughs> which brings me to what everyone was waiting for which was the thanksgiving dinner
1: yes i've been pow-wow This this entire show I've been on my house. i got to
3: hear this story quick because my kid's losing his marbles. He wants to play a game, but I want to hear it. So, uh,
2: I will say it was anticlimactic. Doing no small part to my efforts to make it anticlimactic. And also because there were some key parties that didn't show up. So, that helped. Uh, That actually probably helped more than anything. Uh, (laughs) And... Uh, There were some adaptations, right? So we were, I did this whole thing where I made a speech at the beginning before the blessings about, I like the speech. I think I'm going to use it at Lodge at some point um, for a Thanksgiving thing.
3: The speech is like,
2: all right, everybody keep your mouth shut. (laughs) Well, so I started in with like, Thanksgiving is the American holiday because it's, it's so uniquely American. Shut up, Canada. All right. Don't mess with my narrative. And. The reason it's uniquely uh, uniquely American, too much whiskey, is other countries have Christmas, other countries have Independence Day and a a day for their veterans and all these other holidays that we have. But what the United States has is Thanksgiving, which is a—it's this thing that we celebrate with a common myth about Mm -hmm. the pilgrims and the the natives not actually murdering each other. (laughs) um, But at its core. It's a religious holiday that doesn't belong to any religion. That as we were having Thanksgiving dinner, I was pointing out to everyone that the Islamic Center downtown was having a Thanksgiving event. Uh, All of the local synagogues were doing their Thanksgiving food things. Churches have always done Thanksgiving. There's a, uh, I forget what those are called, but they're like big community centers for the Indian community here in town there's one like half a mile from my house and it was blocking traffic when you were coming to my house for Thanksgiving because they were doing their Thanksgiving thing. And it's like all of these different religious <clears throat> groups observe this.
3: It's a religious holiday, whether we want religious- to call it that or not. A secular holiday. It's what? It's a religiously secular holiday. Right.
2: It's, it's, it has, the, it has very deep religious meaning and all of, the religions that have ended up in the United States have adopted Thanksgiving. Like there's a, so my congregation and the Jewish theological seminary, which is where the rabbis get ordained and whatever they've, there's actually all these like writings for a Thanksgiving Seder. Uh, different churches have like religious traditions that they do with Thanksgiving. The Islamic center had prayers going on. I don't know how that ritually fit in, but it's this thing that religions do only in the United States. There's no like Thanksgiving in Israel. There's Sukkot, but that's just for the Jews. There's not like a a religious holiday that every religion's observing. It doesn't belong to any of them, and they all share it. And I just think that's like this uniquely American, <coughs> Canadian thing that you don't find anywhere else. So I opened with a speech about that, and then I proceeded into the the An explanation of, for most of you, you know, things are a little bit different. You know, it's common in a lot of places to uncover your head as a sign of reverence and respect. We do the opposite here and have everybody put their skull caps on. And then I explain about how we say grace after dinner, like blessing the meal and saying grace are two different things. Um, And then I had a thing prepared about the third difference and my my crisis avoidance brain stopped me before i started spitting it out and what i was going to explain was the other thing that's different is you'll notice that my daughter had handed out these little <laughs> handouts we made with the with the prayers and blessings like on them so that they could see them because she was translating for me right i was doing the hebrew thing she was doing the english but she's kind of soft-spoken and was a little nervous because there's, you know, 20-something people in our dining room. Um, so I had thought it would be printed out so they could read it and, and stay with what we were doing. With what you're doing and I was, ex- I was going to explain that when Jews pray, we do things a little bit differently. We do this thing that's the words of the fathers, right? You literally use the same words that the patriarchs did. So you you read your prayers, kind of like the Catholics tend to do, um, rather than just make up your own, because they're more than 3000 years old. They've kind of been time tested and approved. Uh, But more importantly, I I had this thing where I was going to explain that the Talmud says that we have a place for like heartfelt, you know, ad-libbed prayers. You should do that kind of praying in your storage room or your closet, like when you're alone. That's between you and the big guy. That's not for public consumption. When you're praying in public with other people, you do the stuff that's been written like everyone else does. And it crossed my mind as I was getting ready to say that. Like, oh, yeah, because Jesus was teaching the Talmud and he did that whole thing about praying in the closet and woe unto the Pharisees with their elaborate public prayers and such. I was like, eh, no, I'm, I'm just going to leave that part out. And then we just moved on with the bus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Tip, but, but that it kind of is in the Catholic, if I'm, if well, I'm not mistaken.
2: Well, it is. And the reason you know, it's you know, in no there is no pray in
0: public, you pray in private.
2: Is is because they're, they're patron God, right? Like this Jesus guy was teaching the Talmud, so he right. he said that it's in the New Testament about. Mm-hmm you know you you withdraw i think he literally said the closet didn't he john or some uh, translation yeah. like
3: that i mean you pray in private
2: he, he was
0: teaching the talmud like you so those you who pray you receive their praise already
2: your a, fancy a, elaborate prayers in private
3: yeah and he was admonishing the people i'd stand on the street corner and well the whale the yeah. God in front of others as, yeah. some,
0: as they've prayer. already received their they've already received their praise for those for those prayers they don't Need right. God's praise
3: for
2: those prayers. Yeah. so I think the Catholics actually listened to the guy, and so they did the same thing where there's like a liturgy. so when you do mass prayer, you're not showing off how special you are. you're using the same words that people have been using for two thousand years. So. Uh, I've
3: never known a Roman priest to shoot from the hip in, mass, yeah. Uh, yeah. When in
2: <laughs> That's a uniquely Protestant thing to do. Um, yeah. like we, because Jews don't do that. I'm, most Catholics, I uh, things I've encountered, they don't do that. Muslims certainly don't do that. I think no. it's, I think it's a Protestant thing.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, there's Catholics who will do it. Like, hey, can you say grace for the
0: meal, and they'll just pull something out of their ear. Because,
2: well, yeah, and I I, that,
0: but that's not a classic yeah. prayer. That's that's not a prayer worship. That's not a. Yeah, I
2: didn't realize how uncomfortable it was to do that. Until Jeff threw me on the spot at Lodge a few weeks ago, and then he did it again. And I was like, Oh, there's no big deal. I can do this.
3: No, you gotta think on your feet, and like no, I
2: can't do this because
3: it happens to me all the time. Yeah, you need to I,
2: I ended up I ended up just going with liturgy. Um, so I remember everybody complimenting what a like well thought out and poetic prayer that was <laughs> I delivered. And I'm oh, like, God. Yeah, that's because. It was I for years. 2,500 years ago. It's not mine.
3: I've got a prayer book right up here. Like So if like, I'm on an online meeting for Grand Commander, like, oh, the prolet's not here. Sir Knight John, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, get, I got one in my bag for when I go to meetings. And like, so
2: Masons have this tradition too, at least in our jurisdiction, they used to, because our monitor has all these prayers for different occasions in it. And occasionally you'll find a chaplain who like uses those. Um, and I, if I had known I was going to put on the spot to do a prayer, I would have used one of those, but I, I don't know them. Cause I, I'm not, nobody thinks in a place like mine, we're going to ask the Jew to pray. Like, that's just not a thing that happens. So, <laughs> and I'm okay with that, right? Like I, I recognize that I'm in the minority and it's more fitting for someone like Tony to do that. Mm Because he shares that common ground with most of the Lodge. And because it's Tony, so he's going to screw with people in ways that I can't even fathom.
0: (laughs) Um, Masterclass and troll. So
2: Mm -hmm. because I did that, where I was just translating this Hebrew prayer that fits the occasion on the fly. And then I was inserting fraternity instead of nation and like basically replacing words on the fly. Jeff liked it so much he made me do it again. Uh, And I was like, all right, next time I'm just going to start with the phlegm and (laughs) then you'll regret that you did this. Uh, I, oh, uh, it happens since we're on this subject. I just got my copy of the uh, Scottish Rite Journal. uh, For you brothers who are in the Scottish Rite, the September edition uh, well, I guess this is the November-December edition, sorry. The screenshot was from September.
3: Oh, are you going to plug the book, the uh, uh, Masana Chaplains?
2: Yeah, there was a thing in here about a rabbi who had been appointed as the chaplain, and he basically goes over what we were just saying. And it is on page... Um, I just read this. I'm not to lose it already?
3: They're in the back in their book reviews. They have a uh, it's a book uh, book that just was released uh, on being. A, I think it's i being a Masonic chaplain or yeah,
2: yeah. That's that's what it was. So it's in the current edition of the Scottish Rights.
3: That that book was produced at, uh, hand in hand with Grand Encampment, buddy. So
2: okay, <laughs> I, I've been meaning to check that book out. Because uh, I often joke about becoming a Masonic chaplain, and then more and more people have been taking me as though that's not a joke, and I might actually end up doing that at some point. So I should probably read that
3: book. Yeah. Um, grand, grand encampment tomorrow. We'll drop. Oh, here it is. Oh. Uh,
2: the Role of a Masonic Chaplain on page right. 28 of the Scottish Rite Journal.
3: Uh,
2: and read
0: this, something off paper.
2: This is Dr. Robert Elsner. Uh, who is the author of the book on being a Masonic chaplain.
3: That's it. That's and he
2: describes good. about, you know, being Jewish. You don't, you don't ad lib prayers out loud in front of people. And he's been figuring out how to do that. Okay, um, Fascinating book. It also, uh, this, this quarter's edition explains what that statement of unity was that we had talked about a few episodes ago. Um, which makes a little more sense now. And uh, as much as I hate to say it, Chuck, uh, Chuck knew what it was all about. Uh, he explained it correctly.
0: Good thing he's not here to hear that. Cause...
2: Yeah. So I invite He lured that
0: over yet, And he wants to uh, listen to the show, so he'll
3: never know.
2: To go back to episode uh, 307, I believe it was, uh, where we talked about the Statement of Unity coming up and how we'd all got noticed that it was happening and
3: nobody knew what it was. Boys, I got to bounce, but... Saturday, that book you just mentioned shows up in my mailbox, and I'm going to read it because I'm going to go through the uh, commission chaplain program that Grand Encampment of Knights Temple put out for Masonic uh, chaplains and prelates. Wait, so the commissioning program
2: for the Grand Encampment is using a book featured by the Scottish Rite?
3: Yep. Okay. (laughs) Because I think it was written...
2: It's written in a right agnostic manner, but I don't appreciate all of this <laughs> lack of fisticuffs and like rivalry between the rights and I'm trying to fan the flames and they won't, they won't flame. Well, let's go.
0: So you want your swords to be used for more than props. Yeah, exactly, Bruce. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> At a least capitalist. a dance off.
2: Come on. I'm a capitalist, Jamie. I believe that competition encourages and innovation and participation. and. Well, I
3: mean, I got a solution. Let's Let's go ourselves a few
0: shriners. Oh <laughs>
3: hey, you in there <laughs> And all
0: right, Noah, gotta go on that note,
2: got to
0: good See ya. That's I, the God, one boat I can not say I sail on.
2: <laughs> so anyway, we got through Thanksgiving dinner. Um I did a blessing. My daughter helped me out. Um in the chaos we forgot there was another challah in the oven. So when all of the challah was gone I was like sorry. I I know it was good but I didn't know it was that good. I mean, I, I didn't know it was that good. My wife got picked by our congregation to like represent us in this whole challah baking thing. Nice. Um, so nice. she's very good There's at it. There. But it was all gone, and then the next day, I was like, "What happened to the challah?" And then she was like, "Did we take the other one out of the oven?" And I opened the oven, and there it was, still sitting in there from the day before. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> um, so what is that exactly? Because I'm—I don't know.
2: It's a—it's an egg bread. Um, bread so would be so good sitting there next uh it's braided live streaming there we go carlin and, uh, all...
0: and his lack of technology right. using uh, things again sorry go ahead yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, well i i'm i'm not paying for this so uh um, yeah i know. cut us off after an hour so carlin is usually known for being braided so it, it's like this lumpy bread um <laughs> if you google it you'll you'll see pretty readily what i'm talking about it's it's very delicious. And then after it's like towards the end of the baking, you coat it with uh, with, basically with egg. And uh, then you let it finish and brown. Uh, it's, it's quite delicious. Uh, my wife. Has okay. Made so it put sat in, in
0: the oven. It was cooked. You, you could still eat it the next day. So I oh, lost.
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Right on. No. Oh, no. We did eat it. It's mm. just people that were here, like we made two, more. two loaves because there were 20 something people. And we know that everybody loves the challah when they try it. Um, And so I I sent the plate down and didn't realize we forgot to get the other one. But uh, everybody kept their stuff to themselves. Uh, My folks left kind of early. And then my brother pulled out that special edition of Monopoly that he would got that was made to satire our town. Um, And we pulled out the what remained of the wine and the uh, heavy liquors and spent the next few hours enjoying that, um, which was very good fun. Um, and then everyone left, and we spent hours and hours cleaning up. Good Lord, that was a lot of dishes. Why we use the fancy china, I'm not sure. Because I had to hand wash all that seven right? You, you can't put sterling silver in the dishwasher. So no. Your hand wash. all hand. All of that. And uh, once a year, my wife fixed all the food. It just seemed appropriate that I ended up doing that. So I was grumbling for the next hour as <laughs> I'm doing dishes by hand. like I'm a teenager again. <laughs> um, wow. And we kind of had to because our dishwasher is not near big enough for all of
0: the dishes we made. Um, Never, when you have that that, that kind of people, you have yeah. an industrial dishwasher, just do that.
2: Yep. But it, everything went off. Uh, nobody hit anybody. Uh, there weren't even any new Family feuds started. So all of my predictions from the last show uh, failed to come true.
3: Nice.
2: But everything, again, it everything was luck. Went
1: better than expected.
2: It was luck with the right people not showing up, even though I one of them uh, was sorely missed. I was really looking forward to seeing that guy. And then uh, some ad-libbing on my feet as we did things. Or I heard things going in a different direction, and I would just jump in and... Change the subject. Course
0: correct right away. Yeah, uh, yeah. My father-in-law and my brother
2: way. were in my foyer, and they were talking. And I heard voices raising. And then I caught words that were flying. And then suddenly, I'm in there with drinks, and I'm like, "Hey, so how about this? Uh... Everybody wants a drink. <laughs> Who wants a, a Caesar?
0: That.
2: That's a doing good a host. lot of that.
0: You can't see a Caesar without wanting a Caesar.
2: Yep. Um, but we survived, and uh, then somebody started asking about what was happening for Christmas. And I got to laugh and say, that ain't my problem. Uh, y'all have fun. And
0: Not my monkey.
2: Well, I mean, we show up usually for the fam, like my brothers do their Christmas thing and we'll show up, but I, I ain't hosting that shit. That, that ain't me. Um, and <laughs> when I go to somebody else's place, it's a lot easier. Cause then when stuff gets too weird, you, you can just leave.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What was stressing me so much about Thanksgiving was I, I can't leave. Like, it's my house.
0: And you can't just be like, get the out. Everybody really get the f*** out right now.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can, but you don't want to be that guy.
2: I mean, you're not if they're being assholes. No. But, Bruce, these are my brothers. You know two of the three...
0: Yeah, and they're, they're assholes. always assholes. Both of them. Oh. <laughs> so then you just have to tell them you can't come, you're asshole. You can say that all the time. It <laughs> yeah. never be an
1: inappropriate time if to I was going to kick them out. And they would both assholes. understand, too. They'd be like, yeah, you're right. All
0: right. You're I'm right. I am an asshole. I yeah, I suppose. I'm going to head out. Assholes, yeah. me, we
2: wouldn't have had dinner. Like, they, well, they well. would have left two minutes after getting here. Take a plate of food with you when you go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, let them come, yeah. come in and say, here you go. You're an asshole. Now take it and leave.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's only if they start shit. Yeah, so we, we avoided all that, and uh, it turned out well. So now we're moving on to the next thing. So elections and holiday dinners, breakfast with Santa's coming up. I was kind of hoping Tony would be here, but maybe he'll be here next week to um, <coughs> talk about what he's going to be doing for that and if he's going to get me another yo-yo because every time I get a new yo-yo, it ends up disappearing because hmm. my wife finds them. <laughs> My hiding places aren't she, clever enough. She doesn't
1: so. play with them. She just throws them away.
2: Yes.
0: Because yes. Uh, a elections grown man are is not supposed to have yo-yos. Is that meeting, the thought?
2: Right, Harlan? Yep. They're on Saturday. Okay. Woo-hoo. Well, um, as is the audit and our incoming master's calendar and this thing I got to do for the district deputy. and the, uh, <laughs> It's going to be a long night. A lot of work. Yeah, it gets like that this time of year. It's also due season, so a bunch of people are going to be showing up the one time a year they come to Lodge. They, they pay come their dues. to Lodge
0: to pay their dues. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, it'll be all right. Hey, at least they keep paying Harlan. They do. as long as you keep getting those dues? Um, just, am, just. We definitely need
2: it. Uh, our, so, our Lodge population has been shrinking drastically over the past decade.
1: Are all the people on the auto plan going to get the lowest numbers? How's that going
2: to work? Yeah, basically. You're talking about dues card numbers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I've already I've already processed it all. They're they're waiting to be mailed. I just don't have dues cards to mail.
1: Okay. Uh, I got as my soon i will be going
2: out. Day. Um that's going to be the other thing. I hope I have dues cards on Saturday cuz last year people were showing up on election night to pay their dues and I'm like I, I don't have cards. So <laughs> I'll take your money, but I'm going to have to mail you your card anyway.
0: And that comes out of your pocket because your salary is not high enough. No. Oh, yeah. No.
2: Being a secretary is definitely a net loss as far as money goes.
1: His salary is a number.
0: It's a number, all right. It's a real low number.
2: (laughs) I get paid a dollar per member. And so when you think about the price of a stamp being, what is it now, 60 cents or whatever,
1: yeah.
2: And I Jeez, send the average member year. three mailings in a year. So I'm basically down 60 cents per member before we start factoring in ink and paper and envelopes. and.
0: It's like a buck five for yeah. for stamp How up here. How long has so... it been
1: since we raised that in the bylaws, Harlan? Because it needs to be, what, at least another four years before we try and raise it again? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. Well, I only just now, like when I became – it's not just now. It's been 10 years. Uh, our lodge only paid the secretary his salary when I took office because yeah. I made a big deal because all the other secretaries were like, I, I don't need that, I don't need that. And I made a point my first year in office of demanding my secretary, or my salary from the lodge. And I got a lot of shit about that. But I was trying to set a precedent so that yeah. if somebody came after me they wouldn't be the asshole for taking the salary uh, even though that salary nowhere even it doesn't even come close to recouping the money i spend the next step is as bruce mentioned to get that salary increased cuz i'd like for the job to appeal I mean, to it, somebody it who should wants it at least to be it
1: commensurate with the money you pay out for everything. That's what I mean. we don't want to to be a loss. Honestly, it should be more, but if you shoot
0: for that, it's not going to happen.
2: And know that they're not signing up to spend hundreds of dollars a year out of their own pocket.
0: Yeah, a net Um, zero would be at least worth it.
2: It might be more likely that a well-qualified person would want the job if there was a net zero prospect to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm also factoring in that my dues get waived. So when I say hundreds of dollars out of pocket, I'm counting the dues that are waived. Dues
0: being waived already.
2: Going to supplies as well. So. uh, And then I go to other lodges and find out the, you know, secretaries are getting thousands of dollars a year. All dues collected. And you're like, what is this madness? (laughs) They're getting paid uh, like
1: it's a full-time
2: job. Yeah. Some of them do way way more work than anybody
0: else in lodge. Yeah. Um, You know.
2: Yeah. I I learned that when I I was in a Masonic trial when I learned like what do you mean you're getting paid $2,500 a quarter?
0: What? <laughs> what is this?
2: Yeah. yeah. So I'm not trying to get us there, but I, I am going to be pushing in the coming years to yeah get that to a break-even point.
0: Yeah, I'm you got to equal that shit out. That's only fair.
2: Which we're kind of there almost now because we did create an allowance for the, the secretary's expenses to be paid. Uh, I just haven't started the... Precedent of actually claiming those expenses.
0: Well, listen, um, Harlan, I, I'm 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 proud of you for being the asshole and and taking that mantle off of anybody else that comes after you.
2: Well, I didn't I didn't take like, I already had the mantle. I'm.
0: Well, yeah. They knew I was a snake. One that me up. separate from this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. I see.
1: But no, I mean, it's it's only being paid what he's
0: due at the minimum. Yeah. No, he's, he's not getting paid what he's due at that point. He's getting paid less than what he's due. But least... well, well,
2: right now he's paying the lot.
0: I didn't say what he's oh <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. When I I guess when I think about it, I'm not that far over what I'd otherwise be paying at this point. Um because my due, because when dues went up, the value of having your dues waived is suddenly a lot more than it was before as well. Um, and with the guys on auto payment, that's saving some postage and hassle. And, uh, there's a lot more in-person payments than there used to be percentage wise. Cause a lot of the, the mailing guys have been dying off. Um, so that's I haven't hard. done the math this year. I'll be doing that, I guess, before Saturday. Uh, usually every year I know like in the end, how much more money came out of my pocket than it would have otherwise. Oh, really? I don't share that, but I, Track it for my own purposes. But you write it off on your taxes? <laughs> uh, no, I can't. Um,
0: it's his own, own, own personal spite bank um, account. That's that is. That's his own spite bank yeah, account. Yeah. Uh, I just got every into dollar a, counts uh, for.
2: We're. I don't want to go into this because we're a little over time already. But I got into okay. a, a thing I was sharing on the Slack channel about property taxes and mm. Masonic lodges and. Uh, as far as the Internal Revenue Code is concerned, brothers. Your Masonic Lodge is not a tax-deductible nonprofit. So if you are giving money in the form of dues or donations that directly benefit your lodge and not some public charity, and you're deducting those on your taxes, Stop you're going to have it. a bad time when you get audited. Stop point. it. Yeah.
0: Um, my, my co-workers down in your end of the country will come looking.
2: We are a nonprofit in the sense that we don't pay taxes. We are not a nonprofit in the sense that your contributions are tax deductible. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You give your lodge after tax money. Uh, and there's a whole host of reasons for that. The primary one being that we are not a public institution, you have to be a member. So, yeah. Um, unlike the Red Cross or something like that, where just anybody can show up and be a part of it. And on that happy note of free accounting advice from a non-accountant, so consult with your tax professional before uh, putting my words into practice. And that's, give us our
1: money, bitches. Yeah,
2: yeah, and that's too. <laughs> I need my salary. Hey. This is uh, a wrap of episode 309 of the After Lodge podcast. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with Jamie. On IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. Uh, I believe A Davis is still there as well.
0: Yeah, I uh, logged in for the first time for today for a while.
2: You can oh, really? find. Yeah. Oh, good. I guess I really need to get Hex I made a Facebook thing
0: again. for me, too. But...
2: Um, yes, we are on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Uh, you can find Chuck on Reddit if he has survived as the king of no pants. Uh, you can't Just find Bruce on Reddit, out. but if you do, you have won the grand prize. You so win Reddit. Let us know. And, uh, you win the Reddit. So next week, brothers, uh, good luck with elections for those of you that have them, and we will see you next time.
0: And that's not a Pepsi Points challenge. Schneiser.